Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 156. How are you, Josh Roar? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Did so, you have a good, good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, Hope had to work, so she she had to work overnight on Thanksgiving, so she went in at 3 p.m. So we did a little, little something like for lunch, and she made turkey and stuff. It was good, but then she had to leave. So she had to go to work with a food baby? She Ooh. did. <laughs> she did. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know she's tough. Yeah, Emma was down here yesterday uh, during virtual group, and she did. She's got that little styrofoam uh, weights with the bench, and she did her first bench press and her nice. first leg extension. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So PRs. PRs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's pretty fun. Uh, this is was random, it with but, commands. Uh, no, I wouldn't have counted in competition. <sighs> so. She's right. she's in time she's in timeout today until she gets her act together. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, random. Random. I uh, I saw this video right before we started recording. It's um. It was. I have to send it to you, but it's a guy doing stand up comedy, and he's like, "I thought I knew the English language really well until I until I moved to America, and and turns out no, I don't." He's like, the most confusing word I think in English language is ass. He's like, because, you know, like if you are on a long ass flight, that's a long flight. If you are uh, a, a, a broke ass student, you're a broke student. He's like, why do you got to add the word ass? He's like, but then it changes because like, if you're, it can change the meaning of the word like bad. If you're hmm. a badass, that's good. But if you're a dumbass, you're still dumb. So you have to, so you have to know which word it changes. Hmm. <laughs> he, goes, he goes on, he goes on about this forever. And it's, it's funny. He's like, also like, um, <laughs> if you're, if, he's like, he's like, uh, I'm trying to think of the other the other examples. One of them was like, and there's there's degrees of ass. Like, like well, no, it's like so. Move your ass. That means move your whole body, not just your ass. Like, get out of the way. Um, but if you half-ass something, that means like you're not trying hard enough. He's like, but then if you go even smaller, a piece of ass. That's means you're very attractive and hot. <laughs> He's like, this is so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet it would yeah and it's obviously much more funny listening to to him deliver it because i'm sure my delivery was not right very good nice yeah so um i joined a gym like an what? actual gym like away from my house yeah um kind of gym? it takes us it's a it's a kind of old school it, they have a um weightlifting platform and they've got benches and you know kind of looks it's kind of like quest if you nice. could think about it it's kind of like quest right where it's not it's not 
um, high scale, like uh, luxury type of gym. It's like, you know, machines and some of them work <laughs> and there's platforms to lift and the benches, not all of them are very good. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but, but that's, that's been nice to kind of mix it up because I have been suffering from burnout since like 2016 and, um, <laughs> you know, kind of breaking out the, the, uh, the mold. But the other thing we, we did is we got a couple of, um, little accessory things for our garage gym, which is something I want to talk about today. Cause we, we discovered this really great single leg squat stand, which right. Yeah, like as soon as I saw the box, I was like, Dan, what, what, I don't even understand what a single leg squat stand could look like, like what? So it's, um, it lets you do split squats with your back leg elevated, kind of like a, um, oh yeah, my just gosh, a little, wanna... like a roller. Yes. There's a roller yeah. in the back. Party in the front. <laughs> yes. Party in the front, roller in the back. And it has a, a pad so that your knee can actually go down and, and touch something. Cause especially me with a very short, as a very short person, um, with little short tibias that are like, you know, six inches long. Um, I could never do a successful, um, split squat and get my back knee very close. And it always ended up almost feeling like the exercise was more about my back leg than my front leg. And with this little contraption that we got, man, it's all about the front leg. And man, when you, when you train unilateral movements like that, you start to find little imbalances for sure that have always existed that um, there's no place for them to hide. So my, uh, my training tip would be to make sure you're getting in those unilateral movements, single leg deadlift, step ups, single leg squats like that. They're great. And for me, adding in something like that, that was very different um, was also another way to kind of get out of um, burnout. Like mixing it up, mixing up locations, getting new, I don't know, toys to play with, which sounds perverted, actually. Um, but, yeah. I wouldn't and, have and thought about that these... until you said that. <laughs> Sorry, it's, my mind always goes. Um, and we also got these little, um, uh, they, they're almost like shims, right? But they, they're for your, um, they go under your ankles so that you can um, have some, some of that fake dorsiflexion. They go under your heels? Yeah, I'm sorry. They go under your heels. So <laughs> I'm trying to well, picture and, it. Like, how do they go under your ankles? <laughs> well, they go under your ankles by being under your heels. How's that? Um, because your heels are connected to your ankles. Um, but it, it's uh, to kind of work that knee forward under a little bit of weight, which can help with ankle mobility. Yeah. And overall knee health. Yeah, and overall knee health, too. Because... My, my knees are a little cranky. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Cool. And Dan has a, uh, a, a huge uh, ankle mobility issue on one of his legs. What, is my hair doing something funny? Um, no, there's just an boy. awkward pause there. And after your <laughs> last comment. Dan has a huge and then ankle just awkward pause. problem. <laughs> and I would normally not go there, but you just prefaced it with the the toys so i was just like man <laughs> you've you've screwed up my whole the, life i think the name of this podcast should just be dan has a huge dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
Dan has a really big ankle mobility problem because he broke his leg when he was um, like 11 or 12 and it never quite healed right. And his ankle has always been messed up, which has in turn messed with his squat um, because he just can't get low unless he gets his feet really wide. Yeah. And for a long time, like that kind of went undiagnosed. So, you know, ankles are, and that ankle mobility is so super important for squat depth. Yeah. So. Agreed. That's why so many people use, you know, a heeled shoe and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. But the, the, the thing that the, the shims do is kind of let you fake the ankle mobility without even getting into shoes and you can build them so you can make it even bigger. And then yeah, well, I think, I think down. for general, just general, I guess being in shape, well-rounded, like squatting with different angles is good. Mm-hmm. So even doing your single leg squat stuff, like the split squats with different heel heights would be a good mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. I like it. Lots yeah. of toys to play with when we have training, we can, Ooh, speaking of, um, we should, we should talk about scheduling the next, uh, team training weekend. Cause we know the dates for nationals for next year. Ah, Okay. You can, at this point, pick a date because I can tell you I've got nothing going on. It would be May? So June? uh, Nationals are actually in July this coming year, so it's probably going to be late June. Mm -hmm. Okay. Late June works. You just tell me the date and I'll block it off. Okay. Well, I'll I'll look at it and get you the exact date. Yeah, and if you, and if anyone is listening doesn't know what we're talking about, you need to, because Team Roar Training Weekend is awesome for tra- Team Roar people. You know, so if you're not part of Team Roar, be part of Team Roar. That's where go. all the cool kids are. Wow. And karaoke in the barn. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I've already started a list. Yeah, a uh, song list. Yes. Nice. So we're doing. Uh, are you going to come to the holiday party? I just I don't know. I have to, sent you I have to the email the... the other day, but we're yeah, going to have so... karaoke there too. Nice karaoke in the basement. Yeah, and a few other things that I'm not going to discuss or disclose. I will not disclose mm. it. Mm. And therefore, you can also not discuss. Correct. <laughs> we'll talk about there it afterwards. Hmm. Okay. We'll do a reflection. Lessons oh, spe- speaking of reflection, uh, we had um, up. We were in Ohio last weekend, I think, two weekends ago, for Thanksgiving slash Christmas at my grandma's house. I know it's early for that, but like that's the only time the whole family can get together is like off times. We did a little white elephant exchange, gift exchange, and I got this light up. It's like an LED. It's a makeup mirror. It's an LED makeup mirror, but. I wanted it because I cut my own hair in the backyard and a lot of times I do it at night. So I always am holding like a mirror in one hand and (laughs) semi holding my phone with the flashlight in the other while with the clippers trying to do it also. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a, I have a makeup mirror now that will take care of two of those things. Yeah. Wow. So your favorite Christmas gift so far is a makeup mirror. It's, it's up there. (laughs) It is up there. (laughs) Nice. I still like my foot tambourine. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you that was is that what I got you or is that what you got me? That's you got, got it you. for me. And right, cuz you got me something ridiculous. Shingly box. <laughs> what did you get me though that was ridiculous that I you got me so you you did the bluetooth uh oh, the bluetooth hat. Small caps before. Those were good though. That yeah. that wasn't a response to that. Yeah. Oh, the, I think I got you a the, the foot tambourine was in response to something stupid you got me. It was like a giant slinky or something. Yes, that's what it was. Where is that thing? <laughs> I actually played with that a lot, right? <laughs> but I don't know where it is now. Damn it! Yeah, adults. Yeah. We're we're adults. Yeah. Hey, random silly things are awesome. Yeah, agreed. But I like I like I like your uh, single leg squat stand. I actually just looked it up online. I may get mm. I might get one. Yeah, um, I think the one we got was made from Garage Garage Strength or something like that, which was very suiting since it's in our garage. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a nice little thing. It's very solid. And I, I can really feel those single leg squats much better in the front leg now. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and my it. right leg is somehow weaker than my left, which doesn't make much sense because my left leg is the one with the knee. It's been destroyed a couple times. So. Yeah. A lot of times that's what happens. The mm -hmm. one that's been like the weaker one, like we just assume is always weaker. So we try to like focus on not right. avoiding it and we end up actually putting more pressure on it. And yeah, over time it gets stronger. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Ironic. That's not a bad thing. Just once you get to that point, you need to balance it out. Yeah. Sure. So what do we get for a rule book review this week? Oh, yeah. The rule book stuff. So this is a boring one, but it's sticking with the trend of going through all the, the new exceptions. Um, this first one. So we're we're in section 2.1.1 talking about meat scales. Super mm. exciting. Um, but anyway, the the scale must be electronic digital type and register in increments of 0 0.05 kilograms or less for national and pro meats and 0.1 kilograms or less for local state and regional meats. Um, the main reason there, and that that's actually not new. That's, that's just kicking off the, uh, the two blue highlights. But the reason for that is to try to minimize the number of people with the same exact body weight. Because, you know, in, in competition, if two lifters tie on total, the lighter body weight wins, but if two lifters tie on total and have the same body weight, then it's whoever achieved the total first wins. And the going two decimal places like that just minimizes the number of people with the exact same body weight. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, then 2.1.2.1 .1 says if a competitor exceeds the capacity of the scale, then two scales must be used. So basically, you know, one foot on each scale and then you, add them together um, i've seen that done in the past um so hmm. you know that's just uh they just put it in the rule book just to make sure people actually in meat directors know that that's an option um if you have a lifter that you know exceeds you know the scale capacity because the scales have to go up to 180 kilos which is basically 390 396 pounds but you know we've all seen people that weigh more than that so what do you do with them you know the, the right. options two scales there if the scale doesn't go that mm -hmm. high um which i wish i would have realized that rule 
when I bought my scales uh, back in 2010 or 20, no, 2013. Um, Cause I, we had a lifter that was going to weigh around 500 pounds. And I didn't realize at the time that you could just use two separate scales. So I spent a fortune on a scale that went up to 881 pounds um, just for wow. this one specific lifter, but it was a great scale. But anyway, uh, wow. I digress. Then section 2.1.3 says the scale must be placed on a level non-compressible service, blah, blah, blah. Basically just means you can't put it on carpet. It has to be on like a piece of plywood if you're using a room with carpet, stuff like that. So again, this basically doesn't apply to most lifters because it's not something they have to worry about. But I said we'd go through all the blue highlights and this is what was up next. So next mm. week it will be a little more exciting. <laughs> mm. I mean, meat skills are pretty exciting. Yeah. We just I lost mean, every everybody listening just tuned out at this point. <laughs> I'm just picturing two scales next to each other. And like, what if you don't have two scales that are like not the same height? Would that affect anything? No, you'd still, uh, I mean, it's yeah. still, I mean, Would it's not like you, you would, yeah, you still add them together. You just might have more weight on one than the other and you still add them together. Right. It's your total weight. Right. So. I just it, never would have thought about it. It would be harder <laughs> if they're not the same height, it would be harder to get them to like balance though. Like, cause if you're like shifting your weight back and forth between the two, mm. then you're never going to get right. the same, but yeah, it's every time I've seen it done, it's not been an issue. Right. But well, cool. leave it, leave it to Laura to come up with a reason why it would be an issue. It's not the same height. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. All right. So our new lifter tip, which we've heard before is to practice the referee commands. Um, yep. And I would add on that, like if you get red lighted at a meet, don't just automatically blame the judges or the referees because I've, I've seen that where someone misses a, a an opener. Oh man, I you know, I did I did get to depth or you know, I didn't do that, blah blah blah. But if you're not sure what you're getting called on, ask ask someone. If if it's if they're not showing cards, ask someone because I've yeah. I've seen that. And the one I the one I see people complain about the most is the press call. Like they held me there forever. Well, again, mm -hmm. we've talked about this before, but it's not how long the bar is touching your chest. It's as soon as the bar becomes motionless on your chest that you get a press call. Mm -hmm. So for some right. people that might be really, really fast. Other people that might be two full seconds that you're just moving the bar around on your chest until it stops. So, so right. when you get a long press call, that's on you. Right. <laughs> yep. We're so exciting. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, I've, I've had that experience where someone's called me because they're doing a meet and the meet's the next day and, hey, what do I need to know? Like, hey, you, you've been practicing the commands, right? Uh, what commands? <laughs> you know, so trying to give someone a briefing the day before a meet is really not ideal. Um, yeah. And, of course, the rules briefing does happen still, but, man, know and practice the referee commands before you go. Yeah, I just, I mean, there's – there's actually two lifters that uh, I've talked to recently that just started and they're getting ready for the first meet. You know, one of them didn't know that you even had to touch your chest and the other one, you know, didn't know that, you know, squat depth was the hip below the knee. I mean, so it's like 
Mm. That's not a big deal that you don't know that as long as you, you know, find out before and practice to that standard. So, I mean, that has changed their training completely because they just weren't doing that and didn't know you needed to. So imagine they show up to the meet, never even knowing that, you know, right. So just, yeah. Do your research, read the rule book. And that's kind of why we're going through this rule book review. Yeah. It seems boring for some of these things, but like there could be the difference between bombing out and going nine for nine. So there you go. All right. Well, that's, that's all I got Josh for. So I want to do something. Okay. I want to start a new list. I knew I said I wasn't going to do this, but I think we should do, maybe this was your idea. I don't even remember, but, uh, best Christmas movies. Did we do that yet? Mm, no. Best we could do Christmas, Christmas songs. We could do Christmas songs, but I think Christmas movies. Yeah. Well, and I think that's kind of timely. Sure, I'm down. But I don't really want to do like the you list, have a list. So no, I don't. But I don't. I don't want to do all the work to do it. So like that's where I'm like, do I really want to do this? So ultimately, what I want to do is I want people. Here's my under. Here's my motivate. My alter, ulterior motive here. I actually want people to vote yes or no whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's really my. <laughs> That's really my. That's the entire driving. That's my agenda. That's my agenda here. So I guess we could just do like a poll if we want to be lazy and lame about it. But right. I mean, here's the other thing we don't, we could ask people for their Christmas movies and not have that voting part. That's true. We could, we could just review them and say, Hey, and give it the thumbs up, thumbs down based on our own, um, you know, perception we're the judges i like that (laughs) yeah Yeah, we we've lost enough we're doing the voting now (laughs) that's right (laughs) yeah right because you and i have never won i got close once yeah i never even got close so you know what playtime's (laughs) over we'll decide now (laughs) right (laughs) yeah that's fine all right, like that's that. fair. Let's work. I, I will, yeah. yeah, we'll set that up where people can submit their lists and then we'll say which one's the best. Right. Spoiler See now, alert. and I feel like you've you've tainted people because you've already said that in your view, you hadn't said it, but I think you've said it, that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So now people are going to, you know, put that in their list. I didn't say one way or the other. I didn't say one mm, way or the other. You didn't. I just took it that way. You did. It's interesting. Hmm. So I believe I believe my exact wording was I want I want to find out if people think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Right. You didn't say like you agree with Correct. me that it's a Christmas movie. Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. My the insinuation was purely online on my mind. And I'll tell you what I'm gonna. So we'll do we will do a poll on this. And I will argue the opposite side of whatever the poll says. <laughs> yep. In true Joshua fashion. Yep. Nice. So there you go. That's all I have. Um, I will get that set up. We should be able to start voting or not voting, start submitting your list next week sometime. And uh, I'll figure out when to put the poll up too. 
Yeah. And then we'll just pass judgment on everyone. Yeah. Right. That should go without saying at this point that we'll pass judgment on everybody else. (laughs) Well, and we could put up the list, put up all the lists and then pick the ones that we like the best and put together our list. Yeah, we could do that. Did we hold on? Maybe we did do Christmas movies before. Oh no, I know what we did. We did um which we did like a which character which which characters yes. from Christmas movies would make the best power lifter. That's what we did. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But we never did straight up Christmas movies. Correct. Cool. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. Well, that's what's gonna happen. Sounds good. All uh, right. Until next hey. week. Until next week, uh, we haven't said this in a while, but don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PL Ballads Podcast. And uh, if you are doing the Georgia State meet, we did start the program this week, but it's not too late to jump on. You can find a link to that in the bio of the Team Roar Instagram. And it's basically a subscription-based monthly subscription. You get access to the training app, the program, our Discord server, so you can ask questions and all that good stuff. So if you haven't signed up and you're on the fence, uh, there's still time. Do it. But other right. than that, that's all I got. Okay. Cool. All right. Bye now. Later. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.